This is an Area Code podcast. Hey, all my wonderful book club members. What is up? It is the HBIC of the HNBC. Rachel here with a quick message. First of all, if you have been listening this entire year to all the fuck shit that we have been doing, thank you so much. Um, it means a lot to me. It means a lot to Devin, as well as all of our guests. Um, last month, I did promise you guys a fans only, only fans episode. And um, due to th- technical difficulties, that did not happen. But we here anyway. So this month, we're reading something really fun. Um, it is... Stack Before You Splurge by A. Roy Mulligan. Again, that's Stack Before You Splurge. Spurge. Splurge? Girl, it's, it's been a month. But uh, thanks so much for listening. Again, I apologize that we don't get to have that OnlyFans maybe next year. But until then, go ahead, buckle up, pour some wine, roll that blunt because it's about to get real. So, Rachel, cue the theme music. We have to stay inside. Cable is way too high. It's cheap to look at ratchet books. Couldn't have a book club. We can't go anywhere. The bars are closed. Watched every show. Couldn't have a book book club members welcome back (laughs) to yet another fun literary discussion of this month we got a really awesome amazing one for you stack before you splurge a urban fiction novel of street justice and uh oh wait there's more and retribution in Pontiac, Michigan. So I'm excited. Um, I'm very excited to get into this. So I'm going to hurry up and do it. Hey. As always, we have the young God, the wavy God, hey. the dreadhead himself, hey. number one nigga on earth. Um, hey. Been there, done that, still hey. hitting that. Um, I don't know. Yuck. I'm trying to think of weird things to say. <laughs> I ruined the vibe. Damn. Ooh. Damn, but it wouldn't be a show without him, uh, Devin Middleton. Hey, friend, how are you? What's up, y'all? Hope y'all, uh, hope y'all committing crimes out there. Yes, grand lost, grand fuck. I ruined my own joke. I was gonna say <laughs> grand larceny or nothing. I hate it. I hate it. Rachel and her game today. I hate it. And also, we have um, a very awesome guest. You guys are going to love him. He's a comic here in Chicago and he, you know, travels around because he's one of the best. Everything. He's one of the best. <laughs> um, Ty Riggs. Hey, Ty. What's happening? What's happening? It's your, your mama's, mama's favorite. favorite. Yes. <laughs> Ty Riggs. Ty, this is your first time uh, reading a book with the book club. So, welcome, new member. Thank uh, you. Guys. I'm honored. Uh, this is your first book, Stack Before You Splurge. So I got to know, uh, Ty, how do you feel? This book is epic. It's wild. It should have been a movie or a TV show. It, uh, <laughs> it's, it's giving me to be exclusive vibes. 
Okay. Well, if it's giving you to be exclusive guys, we got to hurry up and jump into this. Chapter one, question number one. How do you pronounce this nigga name? Is it Omis? I've been been saying Omis. Omis? Yeah. Like homies without the H. Yeah. Yeah. Silent H. Okay. So Omis, 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 Omis is a drug dealer. um, And uh, he has a girlfriend. And. yeah, that's She's, about it. Uh, hey. Or stop so. Yeah. yeah, I mean that's kind of what this <laughs> chapter established. Yeah, it's like kind of because um, he still be out here cheating. He be doing right. his little thing. He, has, he they're in an open relationship. He's on the open side. She is closed. Um, but they um, they both young, and um, he sell crack, mm-hmm. and she goes to school, and. I think that sums us up to where we are, or at least me at chapter 18. Is that, am I? <laughs> is okay. that what I'm missing? Yeah. Well, I, missing I mean, he is, okay, so he has a roommate named Carlos. Right. Carlos is a more low-key crack dealer. Omi's is very um, flashy. Flamboyant. He buys, yeah, Loud. he got his jewelry, he got his, his outfits, he got his clothes, he stayed with, right. you know, a light-skinned mixed ting. And, um... <laughs> <laughs> and she is a light skin so um o- omis but I- i'm just trying to see if i miss any other story plots because there haven't been any right that's it he sell crack oh, f- first chapter he getting his dick sucked yeah. first chapter he getting his dick sucked <laughs> four pages but yeah so omi he's our lead character he's the main drug dealer he's very flashy <laughs> um everybody knows he's a drug dealer he has a girlfriend named sasha it's very important that we know that she is mexican Black and German. That's very oh, yeah, important they, to yeah, the storyline. Yeah, tell you the race, <laughs> right? Um, <laughs> this is a white and, supremacist's favorite book, honestly, because <laughs> there are no questions about it. And uh, and Omi's is also um, a mixed kid as well, so they're just living their light skin mm. dreams, mm. Um, selling crack, they, selling crack, <laughs> um, selling doing what Drake wish he could do. Honestly, uh, <laughs> and uh, first chapter. We start off with some dick sucking because what book, what good book doesn't start off with someone in their dick step? The Bible. Right. You, ooh. <laughs> I'm hey. pretty sure it was in there. That's one of the chapters they cut out. Oh, that's a good point. <laughs> Never mind. Praise up. Yeah, we haven't we haven't read the whole thing. I'm being honest. Uh, all good books start with deep throating, a nine inch dick. God bless them. Uh, <laughs> I also just say I hate that these books always like come up with weird names for the penises and shit. They always yes. call it something like length. He put he inserted his length into his length. warmth. That was a new one. I was like, wow, all right. The warm, the warm center is still going to be at the top of my worst uh, names for dick and or vagina. Jesus Christ. warm center his length Uh, but yeah they're living their light-skinned dreams ohms wakes up first thing in the morning um he has to go sell some crack and so he's dropping his girlfriend off at school and in the midst of a crack deal he is stabbed um Mm -hmm. and she drives him to the hospital Mm -hmm. and that's actually somehow i think the first three chapters i think is what (laughs) yeah yeah actually (laughs) yeah dealing with 
hey, I knew something bad was going to happen when homie was giving those crackhead excuses. I was like, I was like, why are you telling me about your wife getting in an argument? You, <laughs> where the money at? Yeah, that's, the, uh, <laughs> that's, that's definitely a crackhead backstory right there. I mean, I but we all have with my wife because I've never done crack. <laughs> Hey, when somebody has a substance abuse issue and they don't have the money, they will try and like personalize their way into free, <laughs> free drugs. And I'm like, I was, I was just reading, I was reading the story and reading what this man was saying. I was like, hey, he is not your friend. This is your dealer. And yeah. it's not like, it's not like a wee man. Wee man will listen to your problems mm-hmm. because you probably I already paid him or, or like he's already shorting you anyway. So he can hear your little story, you know? Mm-hmm. But a crack dealer is just trying to be in and out. Like both of you are doing something illegal. You but are. But is he trying dealer. to be in and out, getting in his car? Shouldn't the yeah. crackhead be coming to him? No, not my he's car, just, not young. my BMW. Not I'm gonna say in the car, but just like I thought it was weird that he even got in the damn car in the first place. Yeah, to secure the location. It wasn't you like, can't be meet, selling like a crack corner. out in the uh, on the open sky. That's right. how I first saw a crack deal. It was just outside. It was just out. Uh, well, where's that out. crack dealer now? Exactly. Probably still selling crack. Low key. He's in crack prison is what he's at. <laughs> crack prison. But that's like, I'm pretty sure that really did some, because the thing, this book does this thing where it's, uh, it begins a thought or a conversation. And then rather than wrapping up that thought in that conversation it just says fuck it and we'll just start a whole new pair or new chapter in the middle of whatever yeah. the conversation or thought was yeah right. I thought it was weird it was yeah I, it was a bit of like adjustment because it'd be like the next chapter all of a sudden you're in a whole different place with a couple other people that that you didn't even know they'd be introducing things like you already knew who that was right yeah <laughs> So, okay, he gets stabbed, right? And this is one thing that I was just like, this doesn't make any sense to me. After he gets stabbed, uh, she rushes him to the hospital in the BMW. She throws the crack out the window like a good bottom bitch is supposed to. And she doesn't understand that part. The police ain't pull over, right? Yeah, that's a waste of money. She 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 blew the bag with that one. She did. I'm like, he's going to be in the hole now. Ain't nobody knew that she, like, no one would search her car. I don't know, man. I, yeah. She would get fired if that were fire with the Yeah, car. that's that's a violation. But she right made there. the no point of like they're gonna once they get there, they're gonna cut the clothes off. So they was gonna find the clothes, they were gonna find the crack. The hospital was gonna uh, find the crack. You and the crack to, has to report it. She was just kept it in window. the glove department. Yeah, they checked his clothes, not his car. They were like, Oh damn, he got stabbed. Let's let's that's run through fair. this BMW to see if we can aid this man. <laughs> that's fair. But so they they go to the hospital and we find out that he was stabbed in his neck and in his like uh, chest. Mm. But somehow this stab with a knife through his neck and his abdomen was just a tiny scratch. Yeah, I was like, I don't think you can technically call that a stab. I think you got called that a slice. You got 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 scratched. You got scratched is what you did. So he got I don't, I mean, I'm not a doctor. I don't know where the vein's at, but I just feel like you stab someone in the neck, uh, chances are you're not going to make it. But like he got stabbed in the neck and in the abdomen and all he just needed was a couple stitches and then they sent him on the way. So he bled Tarantino amounts of blood in the BMW and it's fine. 
Shout it's out to exclusive. Pontiac Michigan Hospital for doing the right. job. <laughs> that man up getting them right. <laughs> so we also know, like we kind of mentioned earlier, Omi's, his girl is Sasha. Mm-hmm. And Omi's openly admits to cheating, right? He's like, she know. Uh, <laughs> she said that she did it. The thing that was so weird to me is because she was saying how much that she's in love with him, right? And she said she didn't, uh, Sasha didn't like that Ohm sold drugs, but she was so in love with him. She accepted that. She also knew that he messed around with other females, but she looked past that as well. As long as he kept it away from her, she was willing to look the other way. Yeah. Fast forward, we meet Hillary, one of his side bitches, who they get into a physical fight with. Why is she mad? I, she just said she was cool with it. Well, she said as long as it stays away. And that came to the house. That mm-hmm. was a, yeah, that was a breach of contract a little bit. But also, Hillary is out of her mind. Oh, like, yeah. like, if he's not answering his phone, you ain't thinking about an emergency. You thinking, I got to come to his house. Like, what? Send a text that message. Is, that is, that yeah. is bananas. Yeah, if your but, boyfriend sells crack and he just, he's not answering his phone, something bad happened. Right. Mm. Or he's selling crack. Yeah. It's either one or the other. He's busy selling the crack. <laughs> Someone has to sell the crack. And he's working really good, overtime for that. Uh, <clears throat> do you... Question time. Mm. And I, I feel like I've, we've gotten to know this from Devin, so this is straight to Ty. <laughs> do you cheat on whomever you are dating? And... Would you be into whatever this kind of open relationship bullshit is? Like, if they were like, I don't care, just don't tell me, would you be this person? Would you be Ohms? Um, okay, so I don't cheat because black men don't cheat. Mm-hmm. It's law, it's facts, Shut it's up. in the Bible. Um, science, but if we were in an open uh. relationship, <laughs> but if we were. <laughs> If I was in an open relationship like that or in those type of situations, yes, I will keep those, I will keep them away from each other. Also, I wouldn't lie as much as he did. Like he's the type of dude, Omi's the type of dude that will tell you what you want to hear. No, oh, I care for you. I love you, girl. I'm gonna get you pregnant. I'm gonna take care of you. Bloopity bloop. But like exactly look, a lot of girls want to hear that shit. They want the I'm gonna buy you a car. Right. No, I mean I'm, the pregnant part. Ugh. Oh, a lot of girls. Like, if you tell a girl that, yeah, telling a girl that you want to get her pregnant is the equivalent of like, what is that other thing they be telling girls that they be lying about? They don't be, act like, like you don't know, Ty. I don't look. I don't play none of these games. <laughs> I be on bullshit, but I don't lie. I be on bullshit. I, don't lie. I can't be, I be on bullshit, but I don't. Lie. I don't hey, lie. What's, what's what's more commitment than a human person? You know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But um, oh, <laughs> but Omis would like say all this crazy stuff to like get get in these girls' heads, and then when things fuck up, he doesn't apologize. He just tries to like, he just tries to pay his way out. Yeah. So when they got into the fight, right when uh, Hillary ran up on them and she was like, "Why are you didn't pick up your phone?" Blah blah blah, and they had their little "you getting in my way, Jill Scott" moment outside. Mm. Was Omi's wrong for just leaving him out there. He couldn't break him up. He didn't. He didn't have the strength. Yeah, he could have asked Carlos. 
But he's Carlos. But he didn't get stabbed. He got scratched. If I was Carlos, I'd be like, I'm not doing that. I got Olivia here. Right. Gotta be a good house, he's a good house guest, you know what I mean? Right, he had company <laughs> over at yeah, that time. Yeah. Good house. Company. <laughs> okay, all right. Well, they, whatever. Had, they had to fight. I see no other option to be quite honest. They had to fight. <laughs> they had to fight. Uh, I'm mad Hillary didn't notice that Omis was scratched up. Like, this man, yeah, happened. I'm like, how, yeah, do you, how do you? My man is probably bandaged, bandaged I'm assuming, yeah, too. there's like a bandage on his like. At least Neck a big old chest, right. gauze yeah. patch. Mm-hmm. Right, looking like paid in full. <laughs> and, and and she Hillary's wanna like, argue. Hillary is like, fuck all that. Who this bitch? It don't make no sense. It yeah, Hillary's nuts. So hold on, because Ty, you mentioned something. Because we were like, they just they just put people in this book like they've been here the whole fucking time. Yeah, most definitely. They don't, and then they don't get into the descriptions of the person until like three chapters after yeah. they're introduced. <laughs> like, we didn't know who the fuck Carlos was until like 50 pages later. Yeah. <laughs> and then when they did, they gave us the entire backstory of Omar's Boy. Carlos. Right. Carlos been through some shit. No wonder he low key. Yeah. So I was going to say, so. Sherman was the dude that stabbed Omis, right? Mm-hmm. Are you talking about you forget the security guard? Oh, yes. No. Yeah, Sherman is the man that stabbed Omis. So when they in their description of Sherman is when like Sherman jumps onto the windshield because after he stabbed Omis, Omis was able to stagger out the car get into the bmw put on his seatbelt. she was able to reverse and then he jumped on the on the thing like a madman who's doing yeah. pcp and we got a little bit of description of him from sasha's vision she said that she uh she never seen him as wild and as crazy as he was and she said quote she knew he smoked a little crack and, and shot some- heroin from time to time i thought that was hilarious Hey, I mean, question: Who is casually doing crack? Yeah, that's not that's not just (laughs) a recreational drug. Well, but you also have to be aware of the crackheads in your um in your area. That's life. Mm -hmm. If you know somebody is doing hard drugs like that, you just especially if they working because that's a that's a hard working man right there. This nigga is a security guard for a college. So like, <laughs> Ty, Ty Riggs cares about the working class, y'all. Hey, and like, let them do their thing. That's the thing. Like, crackheads are a part of hood. The 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 economics or the nature of right. the hood. So okay. like, as long as they get what they need, they'll stay out of your way. The but crackheads are essential to the the economic growth. Yeah, yeah, like, or not economic growth, but like, uh, what like the nature. GDP. Yeah, the, the the character of the neighborhood. Yeah, like the squirrels and the and the yeah. um, the squirrels and the and the birds and the crackheads. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you you exactly right. You like every crackhead is capable of crack rage and yeah, that crack things. rage is serious. They lose all <laughs> lose all their scruples. Uh, crack rage. Um, damn. That's so scary. yes, that all all of that. Every single thing that I just said, everybody, all of that is the first four chapters of this book. All, all of that is just the first four chapters. Moving into chapter five, right? Does anything else happen of significance? No, we talked about dick sucking for a whole chapter. And then mm-hmm. 
And then three chapters of this was her driving him to the hospital. So yes, we learned all of that. Now we meet Kareem and Slim, also known as Big Bird and Rick Ross. Yeah. Uh, they are the neighbors of Ohms and Carlos, who we still haven't met yet. Carlos, who is Ohms' roommate, um, they're their neighbors. One of them's really tall, the other one's really short. One's light skin, one's dark skin. Oh, isn't that the different? And um, they they live next. I guess they live next door or somewhere near them. And they are uh, career uh, robbers, felons, knuckleheaded niggas. Bam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was extremely confused when they were introduced. I yeah, like I was too. I was uh, like, who are these I said, I said, who are these niggas? Yeah. yeah, and also, also they brought up Carlos before we even introduced Carlos. <laughs> I feel like that was like an error from the, from the author because they were like, yeah, that one dude that drives the BMW and he got that girl and his roommate, that other dude that's low key. And I was like, who? What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, right. It doesn't I thought, make I thought Omi's lived alone that whole time. I did too. I thought we were at Omi's house mm-hmm. at the beginning and that I had no idea. But also I feel like the author of this book keeps switching up who's the flashy one and who's the low-key one. Because I could swear at one moment they were describing Ohms as the low-key one and Carlos as the flashy one. Or is this book just that bad and I couldn't figure it I, out? I think I think what it is is that Ohms is the flashier one, but Carlos has more expensive things that are just a little bit more low key. Oh, okay, gotcha. Also, he spends reasonable amounts of money. Like yeah. Carlos, like yeah, Carlos is he? She's like, oh, his girlfriend thinks he has a job. He's like, oh, it's just a hardworking guy with a roommate, and he she's buys stupid. stuff. There's no she's red flags. Stupid. You know, he's such she's a nice guy. Stupid. Now, Omi's ass, he come in with three Cuban links, yeah. you know, the motherfucking BDs. He got the, right. you know, Versace draws on all that. And he's driving a BMW. And then he also pays for everything his girl got. Yeah. Carlos, so Carlos just knows how to, to make it look like he's just doing well. Right. In a bad ass, in a, in a shitty apartment complex. I mean, like wait a second, but their their apartment costs a lot of money from what they were talking about with the living. Maybe, maybe um, it seems like Michigan, Michigan yeah. is just an expensive place, and you guys don't yeah. realize that. Well, shout out to Pontiac, Michigan. Sorry, mm-hmm. sorry to hear about it. Pontiac, <laughs> Pontiac Michigan. Sounds, no, but, sounds, but sounds the <laughs> so we find out about Kareem and Slim, and their I guess their whole purpose is to let us know that they all they are they plan on robbing. Uh, Ohms and Carlos because they feel like they know they're crack dealers and they got a lot of money in the house. That's pretty much the only role that they serve. A little foreshadowing because they they also went into a like a whole like a move. They pulled a move. I think was it that chapter or was it the next chapter? I think it was the next chapter or three chapters from now because they all blend together. Um, <laughs> we were talking about how we didn't even know at this point that Carlos was in the book. So all this is going on. We meet the two the two people across the street. All this we get these two paragraphs describing um, Kareem, who's twenty. All these people are under the age of thirty, by the way. Um, Kareem, who's twenty five, um, he's done five years in prison already. He uh, he had saved up or stacked up two hundred thousand uh, dollars because he killed a friend of his. 
which what um because because he, he killed a friend of his and now he's running low on money which is why he's robbing again and then his partner slim is 24 he is a ex-drug dealer um and now they rob people at this point in the midst of all these descriptions and then we say we have and now ohms and carlos have made it on their hit list that's the first time we've seen carlos and i have the note who the fuck is carlos <laughs> <laughs> and that's on page 21 mm-hmm. so 21 we finally meet whoever the fuck this is and we also meet or we we don't meet them but we hear about kareem's sister yeah, yeah. reza 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 and reza and kareem um i guess work together because she finds the ones to fuck set and up. then says yeah the fucking set up and then yeah. to fuck and set up and then they come and rob them yeah um so reza got in with i guess the local big pen on the block and they robbed them served up a little bit of coochie you know got his guard down unlocked the doors and stuff and uh right. yeah that setup is is dangerous. Right, right. Do Which you have further a sister tie? Yeah, I do. do you have any? You do. I have uh three. You have three, and Dev, I know you don't have sis. You don't have sisters, right? No, I do. You do? That's all I have. Oh, I didn't know that either. Okay, so both of y'all got sisters. The drug, the game that Reza and Kareem are playing, where they spot the kingpin. Reza goes and seduces them and then while fucking the brother comes in and robs. You letting your sister do this business with you? Hell no. No. <laughs> Hell no. I, but y'all could get a lot of money. I'm not no, I'm not I'm not pimping out my sister. But she she's in on it. So she's technically not pimping. That's gross. She needs therapy. Nah, Jay, <laughs> I'm telling mom. <laughs> <laughs> So this is a no for your sisters. It's a no. But is it a no for your good girlfriends? Hey, no. he's trying to no, because that's too dangerous. <laughs> like that's a lifestyle I can't really uh I can't rock with it. Cause I hear a lot about these stories. You do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I lived in Chicago. The fuck? I, mean, I live here too. Yeah, that that shit don't wait. No, you <laughs> Southern fool. <laughs> like okay, like there's there's a lot of things that happen that's that happens like that. Like yeah, local chicks from certain neighborhoods will like mess around with ballers and stuff like that, and then all of a sudden you messing around with shorty, your door unlocked, which doesn't happen because you're very careful. Your door's unlocked. No security. Now there's two niggas running up in your house. They they probably gun butt her, push her around, but they beat the shit out of you, and and they take all your stuff. Or like or like the song Mona Lisa. You hanging out with this girl. She in your house. You get comfortable and stuff. Then you leave for a vacation. You fly her out. Y'all in Jamaica for a week. Now you come back. The house feels. It looks unbothered. But for some reason, like a lot of important, expensive stuff is missing. <sighs> Why are you flying, bitches? Man, if so if someone's if down you... for that life, then she don't leave that life behind just for you. Right. See, it's uh 
Shoot, that song. So could about you? It. But would you ever like if you f- say you did meet someone, you like this is her, this is it, and you find out that's her past, and she's promising she done. Do you trust her? Or you like we gotta. This is it. We're done. Bye. I mean, I'm not a robable nigga. Like you just not gonna come in and take my two you got, clean socks. I got booby traps and shit. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna take my the last of my clean socks down? Everything I had. <laughs> this is everything I had. No, nah, I, I got expensive shit. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna, I ain't trusting that. Damn. So if y'all want to rob me, come to twelve twenty one. No, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna do that. Don't test me. There was <laughs> another person that they brought up in here that I have no idea who the fuck they are. And um, oh yeah, it was the actual. This is the first time they brought up the drug dealer whose name was Deshaun. Because um, I was like, who the fuck is that? Who are these people? I don't think Deshaun was that important. I think he was no. just good for that point of the right. story. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he's in further chapters. But see, the thing is, up until where we're where we are, this halfway point, that's the only true thing that has happened in this whole book. Is that particular robbery? <laughs> that's yeah. it. After that, it's just people getting fucked. It's just a lot. Of chapters longs of fucking good sex, yeah. <laughs> Light skin niggas is fucking up a storm in that apartment. <laughs> so yeah, that's. I mean, that's honestly what. Okay, what else happens? I mean, Olivia has a twin sister. All of a sudden, o- yes, Olivia uh, all of a sudden has a twin sister. Who? Okay, Olivia has a twin sister. And Olivia is Carlos's current person. I don't think this is girlfriend. His current current person, and she offers up her sister, saying that Ohms would really like him. And this is like after the fight and the him not breaking up the fight between Sasha and Hillary and all this other stuff. Like right after. Mm. So he's like, uh, I don't know. Carlos convinces him, and so Carlos. And Ohms meet up with Olivia and her twin sister. I think they're they're identical twins. Uh, at a hotel to get their freaks on. Mm-hmm. Would you would you participate in a threesome or a group or whatever with your family member, sister, brother? Um, that's what Olivia and and her twin sister are about to do. Clearly, and, hey, uh, it sounds like a setup, <laughs> but I mean, I don't know. I probably <laughs> <laughs> that was my thought too, though. I did think it was a setup too. I was like, I, I did know, too. Man. This sounds all this is happening, and it still could be. Could I don't know. True. Yeah, all right. But um, mm, I I mean, if if these two girls wanted to hang out with me and my brothers. I, I guess. That's not what I asked you. <laughs> I asked you. <laughs> Rachel, would you participate in a threesome and or group, se- group sex situation with your immediate family member? Family member, brother, sister, first cousin, whichever one you're closest to. First cousin. Uh, probably a- <laughs> Uh, probably a first cousin, but not like a brother. <laughs> not my brother. Yeah, that's uh, a little bit much. 
Shout out to all the first cousins out there. Right. <laughs> first cousin. Okay, Dev. No. <laughs> What's the first cousin? No. Second cousin. No. Third cousin. No. <laughs> at at yeah. one point, you probably wouldn't even Uncle. know. <laughs> yeah. I got questions. I got questions. The uncle will be down low key. Like, oh, come no, on, no, it's, it's hot. It's hot. <laughs> the uncle would just be happy to get out the house, but no. Nah. Damn. Okay. You're not dead with your family member. What about you? Well, fuck no. <laughs> Hell no. Fuck no. Hell no. Sister, not for brother, any amount. First not for any amount child? on earth. Uh, what? Hmm? <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> you Hell and your no. daughter. You and your daughter Ugh. taking Vegas by storm. God. <laughs> that's funny. No, no, absolutely not. That's um, what I. That's that's what we call disgusting. You know. Good. That was a test. Um, was it? <laughs> I was a little worried. Was it a test? Pass. Uh, <laughs> You was worried I wasn't going to pass. Hey, Lil Boosie wouldn't pass. I know that. Oh, hell no. <laughs> hell no. Not with his hard-earned money. Hell no. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, they beat, let's see. They beat Deshaun down. And then... Poor Deshaun. Yeah. yeah. Kareem and all them. Oh, f- during this beatdown that Reza set up, all of a sudden she felt bad. Yeah, um, I was confused. I was so switch. confused. She she felt bad for the man she set up. Um, this is of your doing. Right. I don't think she expected them to beat his ass like that. Right. Uh, but then again, they didn't think he was gonna be that tough about it. They thought he was gonna be like a little bit, oh no, don't take my money. No. He was like, oh no, don't hurt me. Don't hurt her. I love her. She's cool. Like, no. <laughs> but no, nah, uh, he, he got his ass beat damn near to death. And um, and like, yeah, and she had to stay there. It's not like they they acted like they kidnapped her or anything they kind of just took the money and left her with his with his unconscious body mm-hmm. right so <laughs> they they did that she felt bad i guess and in the midst of this they got two bricks of cocaine is what okay. they said so in the next chapter kareem and and um slim they're back at home they're replaying everything they're counting up how much money they got how many guns they got and then we get um, a really great description on how to cook crack. Hey, hey. Yeah, somebody has to teach the children. And so mm-hmm. it was these people. So they cook the crack and then they put it in their baggies. And I did think say, there was one part that was really all it's made me laugh is when they weighed the when they weighed the coke and they're like, ha ha, perfect, perfect amount every time. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Chef kids. it's like that's not what drug dealers do (laughs) you don't do do that i don't know (laughs) maybe you're not making good enough crack that shit's an art the dialogue that's just (laughs) (laughs) it's just like oh no that's so much gets said it's like i ain't even gotta i ain't even gotta water this down i ain't gotta add no shake to it i ain't gotta i ain't gotta (laughs) pad the stats none of that it's perfect the customers are gonna love me oh my god <laughs> but yeah, they they gave us that, and they they cooked some crack. And I forgot, um, Car- no, Slim is in love, is secretly in love with Reza, Kareem's sister. Yeah, the one that they pimping out. 
to um, yeah the one they pimping dealers. out yeah mm-hmm. the one that they're pimping out to drug dealers like i wish i was the one getting set up god damn it <laughs> yeah i was like <laughs> what is happening in this book what are these Thanks. weird motivations of these characters so we find okay the next thing we're, we i think we learn a little bit more about um the drug dealer that they just robbed and that's Deshaun. and we learn about his house and this math didn't make any sense to me so i really wanted to talk about this so they make it seem like Reza lives in this big house. He got this car on rims and it's all black, blah, 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 blah. So, and the thing is, he's selling his house for $50,000 is what he said. He's going you know, to sell the house the next day because he, they got found out for $50,000. $50, he has to call his real estate person, right? He had been wanting to buy the house or someone else that he's going to sell it to had been wanting to buy the house, um, but Deshaun didn't want to sell it. So Deshaun says that he only paid $30,000 for a five bedroom, three bad, uh, three uh, bath house. Granted, it's not in the best neighborhood, but still a five bedroom, three bathroom house, right? Within this house to fix it up, he put in new windows, doors, paint, carpet, kitchen cabinets, stainless steel refrigerator and dishwasher and two jacuzzi tubs. He had the roof redone. Mm -hmm right and paid for all the landscaping so all of that work and it says after all the work was finished he spent twenty thousand dollars remodeling which set the house to a value of a hundred and nine thousand within six months and now he was going to sell it for fifty thousand you need that money fast yeah that math don't add up it don't he was going to accrue more later but he was he was in a rush. He had this. He had to get that money immediately. So he was like, "Yo, buddy, you get it for the deal." And if he paid thirty thousand dollars for a house and put in twenty thousand dollars worth of work, it's not it's not it's not going to rise to the point that the house is now worth one hundred and nine thousand dollars. If it's already in a bad neighborhood, because that means every other house around it isn't even worth sixty thousand. Well, yeah, you're not getting you're not getting more than you put in, but you're essentially kind of getting like a refund back. You're getting the fifty thousand that you spent overall. You're getting it back, and you're getting it back now when you need it, as opposed to like trying to sell later for more than you put into it. So yeah, he's not coming out ahead, but he's getting money now for what he needs. He's so. not coming out ahead, but he's also coming out of the hole in the hole. That doesn't yeah. if the house is now worth a hundred, it's he lost thirty thousand dollars. That's not his only property, though. I think that was like a special sale that he had to make, like real yeah. fast. I just thought drug dealers were supposed to be smart. Uh, when it comes to, with the money, with money, with money. Yes, money. But when you. But here's the thing: drug money. dealing is not a is not some that uh, comes without emergencies. <laughs> so, you yeah, know what I mean? like sometimes you need that fifty k just just cause, <laughs> right? <laughs> just cause. Look, okay. Dr- drug dealers know they plan to get to get got at least once or twice. Have y'all ever yeah. have a drugs? way to get come up? I know. Uh, I've never sold. No, drugs. but I, I know but I know. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't have to say it, but we're on Zoom. Everyone else can't see it. Just like do a thumbs up in the camera if you can. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Whatever. So anyway, we get this bad house math that don't make no sense, and then. After that, we do actually get some sort of chapter break instead of a brand new chapter. And from that point on, we have one, two, three, wait, one, two, and then a new chapter. Yes. 
So a chapter and a half of nothing but describing Carlos fuck Olivia. It's lit. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah, the after after we discover how much the house works, Carlos gets to work and it starts in that chapter and it ends um at the beginning of chapter 12. It is 100% all fucking. Yeah. Low key, yeah. There's a lot. A lot of detailed fucking. These hood okay. books got a lot of just that's like their <laughs> bread and butter, man. Hell yeah. Gangsta loving. <laughs> so we're at chapter 12, and that's the first question that I wrote after all this fucking and all this uh deep scratching in the neck. Um Ty Riggs for a $75 gift card to the Olive Garden. What is the plot of this book? The plot of this book is um shit all the pussy you get when you sell a crack <laughs> that's not a plot that's a that's a like, that's just what it's about <laughs> all right so you don't get that gift card i guess okay so okay, yeah i don't know for i feel like it's omi's omi is learning how to I'm really know. digging. You are really digging. Hey, it's it's a it's a coming Devin. of age tale. All right, whatever. <laughs> Devin for a hundred and twenty five dollar gift certificate to Circuit City. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what is the plot of this book? So I got two options. Okay. Either, either this is going to be a very roundabout love story to get Omi and Reza together. Or oh, okay. This is this this should actually be titled "Crack Crack Dealers versus Robbers," and it's a, <laughs> it's a story about which which hustle is actually the greater come up. Yeah, who gonna have that money by by the time rent due? Yeah, yeah. Um, damn. All right. Um, I'm pretty sure both of those answers are wrong. Um, <laughs> but very entertaining. Very entertaining. Um. Yeah, so what's happening? Um, Omi is fake apologizing to Hillary, and um, apparently Hillary has had her feelings hurt because, Mm. um, well, she's just now figuring out that he cares more about Sasha than he does her, despite him saying it to her face repeatedly um, over and over and over again. So now she feels bad. As we got, as I got to the halfway point of this book, I was like, "So narratively, what was the point of him getting stabbed? Like, what did yeah. that? What did that what really did set up? Because he's fine, he survived. Seems like the money's not really going to be an issue. He's about to fuck. <laughs> like, did this? Did this need to be in here, or was it just you know, just, just was it just colorful. drama for the sake of drama? Yeah." It, uh-huh. And even then, it wasn't serious drama because he just got scratched. It was just a yeah. scratch. He ended up being perfectly okay. It's literally what it said. That was a quote. He was perfectly fine. <laughs> I don't hey, know. Damn but we life. also we also find out at <laughs> this point. We also they find out to at make this point um, in chapter I think thirteen, uh, page fifty nine, because this is again very important to the the possible plot of this book hillary is also a mexican and a black Mm -hmm. 
So maybe that's the problem. He just can't remember which is which. Since both of his girls are Mexican and black, he just can't figure it out. Yeah, both of his girls are Mexican and black, and he hangs out with a nigga named Carlos. I don't know. Yeah, Carlos is Puerto Rican. True. And black. No, he is. uh, Puerto Rican is black. I know, but in the book, it is saying that Puerto Rican and who is the who is the author of this book? (laughs) The author. He has Lynn Manuel Miranda. Oh Jesus! The name of the or the author of this book is A. Roy Milligan. A. Roy Milligan. He was born and raised in Pontiac, Michigan, and he decided after writing while incarcerated inside the Michigan Department of Corrections, after serving four and a half years, he recently inked a book deal with So Real Publishing, and now lives in Los. Vegas. Oh, this nigga Omis. I'm looking at a picture of him. That's just Omis. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Well, no, I thought Omis was a dark skinned man, but yes, he is Omis. Either he's Omis or Carlos, but like he's yeah. You see a picture of him? Yeah. So this is just a day in the life. Yeah. (laughs) This man is telling his own story. So they do be saying that. They do be saying, "Ooh, perfect amount." Uh, oh sasha is bad so she leaves and then he remembers that he actually um likes her damn uh, i love this bitch right 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 and he decides the only way i'm gonna get her back is to bankroll her so he takes out seven thousand dollars and with that seven thousand dollars he gets her an apartment a fully furnished apartment um and I guess uh, this accoutrement. I don't know. Seven thousand dollars seems awfully low. Hey, and I'm from Michigan, baby. Did she ever go to school? I don't think she ever went to class. She never wrote her professor and said sorry. She never got notes from nobody. She never. She Wait, never we don't logged know in that. the black. She never logged in the blackboard. She ain't do shit. This ain't her story. <laughs> all that. All that stuff happened behind the scenes. This ain't her story. It's about homies and Carlos. Yeah, yeah. All that happens. Graduate on time. She ain't never gonna graduate. Nursing school ain't going to do an extra year. There's gonna be more student loans. (laughs) Hate to see it. Yeah, but after that, like I said, uh, Sasha's mad. She leaves, and then, like I said, we get a very detailed um, Great British Bake Off technical bake um, where they bake crack and they just give you the bare ingredients and then lay it out. So, kids, if you ever want to learn how to uh, cook crack. I would right definitely there. pick up A. Roy Milligan's um, Stack Before You Slurge. Page, page 65 and 66. All the directions that you need are um, right there. So get the cooking, kids. And if you cook it in a microwave, you kind of end up with more grams than if you would in, in a pot and stove. I really, yeah. I did not know that part. No, I, I just, didn't either. Just, I don't think that's right. I didn't know it, but it was like, yeah. yeah. When it said it in the book, I was like, really? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. I've never cooked crack, but I don't. I guess, we, I guess we gotta cook some crack and figure it out. I guess we gotta cook some crack. Um, Is that the next assignment? Yeah. Um, for the next half of this, we're gonna finish reading the book, and then um, if we could all just cook the crack, and then we can do kind of like a, a virtual taste test so we can all get our crack on. Yikes! <laughs> can I get a? Uh, can I have some tested for me? There's plenty of white people we know that do crack. 
Honestly, yes. Y'all, be, y'all will be surprised how many people actually do crack behind, behind closed doors. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to tell you that right now. If you do crack uh, and you listen to this podcast, definitely uh, reach out to us. Let us, yeah, know let us know what your experiences are like. Just give us some details. I don't um, want to walk on anybody again. Yeah, just definitely, <laughs> definitely give us some details. Uh, but yeah, so they do that. They... They are. They talk about paying for sex. Um, don't oh, yeah. we meet two new people at some point? Yeah, Carlos has um has clientele. Yeah, it's like yeah, a day in the does. life of Carlos. Yo, that that was a wild ride we went on. Man, yeah, it was because we Carlos so ain't we no learned. Nigga, I'll tell you that he Carlos ain't, ain't no regular nigga. And I think one of the most important things that we learned about Carlos is. Um, Early on, he had an affinity for crackheads. Mm-hmm. Um, he liked to fuck one in particular. Um, that was his his main one. Um, she approached him, to be fair, all right? This grown-ass woman who was doing crack approached a young Carlos, I do mean in his teens. Oh, and um, that crack coochie. She said, hey, you got yeah. some money? And he was like, no, I got this chain. And she goes, hey. You got $20? And he was like, no. And then she was like, I suck your dick. And um, he put her on the handlebars and that's what they did. Yo, when when it was like, (laughs) when she was like, how much money you got? And he was like, $20. Good enough for me. Right. She most definitely (laughs) like, she took that. Right. Yikes. She took it and then she's like, Well, come, you know, come with me. And like I, I literally he she jumped on his handlebars, which is very interesting because at first he was like he didn't want anyone to see what was happening. So he put the crackhead on her handlebars and then rode down the street. Um, so everyone can uh, see probably a horse and carriage ride. Horse <laughs> yeah. and carriage ride, you know. And uh yeah, twenty dollars for twenty dollars, twenty dollars yeah. she made him holler. And low price of two two tens. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, fuck around. He, fuck around. He probably had more. <laughs> he probably I think he was lying. He was haggling. He was haggling. Like, I ain't even crackhead all my money. <laughs> but uh yeah, they go back to her place and uh he fucks and then he loves it so much he brings his friends back and uh, they bring a friend and a friend brought a friend. And uh, now Sylvia, I guess, is the most popular crackhead on the block amongst high schoolers uh, looking to fuck for the first time. Uh, he said not no more. Now she ain't got no teeth. She done lost yeah. like all the weight. But like, would it be better with no, no teeth? No. <laughs> no. Not ride it out. Like if it was just no teeth, then that'd be whatever. But like, yeah, that's. Yeah, oh well, rot it out. No, no. This is such a weird situation. I feel, I don't. I feel bad for everyone involved. I feel bad for Sylvia. I feel bad for the kids. I don't know what's going. And that's on. not even the worst of the ride. High key. No, no, it's not. It wasn't even the worst. Like okay, he, he ran into his ex. He served her a little bit. She had. Right. She had the money. She had right. the money at least. Right, but then we meet. We find out that Carlos's mom is also a crackhead. And he supplies his mom Rough. the crack. Rough. Um, because if she's gonna get it, she might as well get it from him. Yeah, that is like, actually a good idea. Yeah. Mentality or whatever. And this is the first time we hear that Carlos has a child. 
Yeah, I remember that too. <laughs> Carlos like, has what? a whole baby. Where's this child been this whole time? Hey, keep keep the baby out the trap house. Good point. But <laughs> they don't live at the God. trap house. To keep the baby away from the cracking the guns. All right. Yeah. Not my Carlos, boy. Carlos has a whole baby that we don't know anything about. I'm assuming he's also black and Mexican somehow. Um <laughs> but I that threw me for a whole loop because I was just like, who the fuck? Who why did why are we just now hearing about this baby? Um let's see. Yep. He dragged his mother into the gutter after and then he also says he hates that his mom does crack. Who wouldn't? So why would you sell it to her? If I mean you can't keep a crackhead away from crack. And if you're a crack dealer and it just happens to be your mama, you might as well give her quality stuff instead of these other niggas that's just gonna give her whatever because they don't care about your mama like you do. Yeah. Some okay. of that shit will fuck you up. Wow. Damn. I mean, crack in general will fuck you up, but some of the but, other cracks will fuck you up. Some of the other cracks. But I feel like if you all if you honestly care about your mama, you you then yourself wouldn't that want to make you stop selling crack? That's not how poverty works, Rachel. Like, look, I might have to learn how to rap or something, but I'm most definitely not. Uh-uh. No, you you're not gonna stop doing the thing that gives you money. Right. He don't live with her no more. She live in a whole trap house. They having a barbecue. It's a good day. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Fine. Um, whatever. Anyway, that happens. We go back to Olivia and Carlos. He says the line, I might get that bitch pregnant. Um, we gonna have some fine ass kids. And uh, that is the most. Yeah. Why you? Something about the word we gonna have the we gonna have some fine ass kids. You can't describe your child as fine. I don't very beige. I don't like it. He says very beige. Why are we talking about? (laughs) Why are we talking yellow? I look at the the author of this book and I'd be like, yeah, he he looks like he'd say some shit like that. He only got like two pictures, and both of his pictures is very like super light skin. Yeah, that's sad. But either way, again, we we uh he sells the crack to his mama. We learn what kind of flash he owns is when he goes to meet um Olivia twin. He put on his goofy Gucci loaches, his iced out white gold chain, his equally iced out watch, his white gold four carat pinky ring two and a half carat white gold earrings and his $4,000 Cartier glasses to top it off with some splashes of cologne, which means the whole fucking bottle. So he's a flashy nigga. So I guess that means Carlos just threw on some jeans and a hoodie. Like, uh, man, we going to the hotel. Like, why? Why I got to get dressed up? Who I'm trying to impress? I already right. fucked up. I already fucked it out short. Y'all don't need to do no extra shit. Right. Cool, so they do cool all that. Off anyway. Damn straight. And, and then we hear... Take- we meet, we hear her name before we actually get a description of her, but then we hear Sherelle, I guess is her name, Sherelle, Sherelle, which mm-hmm. is Olivia's, no, yes, no, that's, that's, Sasha's. Uh, that's Sasha's sister. Yeah, that's Sasha's sister who was at the apartment that he bought Sasha. So he comes to go check on Sasha because you remember she left and she not there, but her sister 
surreal is there uh, and at this time that he just comes in she just has a towel on conveniently um just has mm-hmm. a towel on because she just got out the shower and she's 18 it's very important that we know that she is 18 um she's five five you know brown eyes smile like the sunrise dun, dun, uh, dun, dun. apparently she could be a model but no um so she's flirting back and forth with sasha i mean ohms mm-hmm. omies mm-hmm. very obviously and he's like don't tell her you know so that i'm flirting with you basically and she's like i'm a tell and then that back and forth of them being like don't tell i'm a tell don't tell i'm a tell causes him to throw money at her until she allows him to fuck yeah, yeah. i hate to see it mm-hmm. and this fucking takes place chapter 16 uh the end of chapter 15 all of chapter 16 chapter 17 and then nope all the way through chapter 17 this one occurrence <laughs> not it was more like haggling with money and then the sex right he said i'll give you 100 we say i give you 500 dollars to stick it in just a tip for 10 seconds and then she finally agreed and then that became a couple thousand dollars and then that became a down payment for a car apparently um, so my question to both of you all, my my two dread-headed guests, how much you paying just for 10 seconds? The 10 Omi seconds? Start, Omi, Omi, said fi, Omi said 500 for five seconds. That's, t- that's 1,000 for 10. For 10 seconds? Yeah. Or are you paying for sex, period? We Not say, 10 we seconds. Say, Okay, fine. For the whole sex time. I don't know how long oh, wow. sex sex from y'all. I don't know. But yes. the whole the whole sex time. Are you paying five hundred dollars? How much how much are you paying for sex? I don't know. What's the accumulative of like three dates or something? Like gas money, uh the food from the restaurant, tip, the drinks, uh gas back. Um all that factors in to the overall sum. <laughs> so, <laughs> so why Ty does this math equation? <laughs> Yo, what? <laughs> what's a what's a just what's a ballpark number? Just think about it. Uh, How much you paying for sex? We we at Devin Middleton uh, love sex workers and appreciate their work and think that right. their work is valid. Mm-hmm. We at Devin Milton do not personally pay for sex and cannot see ourselves doing such in the future, but we do support <laughs> sex workers in all avenues. Thank you very much for your time. That was a public service announcement from Devin right. Middleton Incorporated. <laughs> but Ty ain't got no corporation. So Ty, <laughs> back to you. Hey. Ty, got, t- Ty got an algorithm is what he got. Ty Riggs LLC. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um if she's not a prostitute, I'm not paying for it. And then also, like, mm-hmm. only if, like, mm, one of my favorite so you would porn never stars pay for a or Instagram model, mm. maybe. Like, if, 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 if an Instagram model had a reasonable price or, like... What's a reasonable price, nigga? Damn. A reasonable price? I don't know. What is I a reasonable price? I don't is know. it based That's... on how many followers she has? Hell no. I... Okay. 
unreasonable. I'm talking about reasonable for me, and this would be like a one time <laughs> we didn't plant this. Whole what day is out. a reasonable price? Uh, I don't. Five hundred. That's about it. <laughs> but that's gonna be more than ten seconds. Yo, that's gonna be that's gonna be yeah. Ty could have answered because he was still working out the math in his head. I was working out the math. I was like, what is a what's a good amount? <laughs> I think 500 is like my cutoff. I'm like, hey, <laughs> you offered it, you gave me a price. We figure out a day, a time, and hey, five hundred dollars. It's for both of our discretion. I won't tell nobody, you won't tell nobody. And we can be cool afterwards because Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can be seem like a nice person. I really rock with you. <laughs> but yeah, he was trying to <laughs> This is the longest <laughs> rationale for some. Hey. Okay, Ty. Yeah. Mm. I mean, okay. So what about you, Rachel? Oh, I'm not yeah, Rachel. sex period. Absolutely not. No. Wow. Rachel don't support sex workers. Right. Terrible. We at Rachel Hall is funny incorporated LLC as well as Hood Novel Book Club as represented by Raw Raw Productions support sex workers. Mm, You are the real heroes. However. Yuck. Rachel Allison Hall will not be paying for sex ever. I support PETA, but I don't have a dog. You see what I'm saying? I just don't. <laughs> you know, I once heard uh, everything after butt is shit. So, nigga, you said butt. So, <laughs> <laughs> would you ever be the sex worker? Oh, of course. Yeah, <laughs> I've I've been paid for my company. What? Come on, Todd. Tell us about it. No, because it got a little bit too deep, and then I ended up with a stalker. Oh, Oh, no. Oh, no. Were they still offering money the whole time, or were they fucking (laughs) chasing you down? Well, so I spent the time because of the money and the gifts. Mm -hmm. But, like, they wanted more than what I was offering, which was, like, which was communicated mm-hmm. yeah that was all communicated but she wasn't feeling the um the arrangement uh got very uh what's that word she got very um uh, what is the uh not attached but like she got very like you know how like clingy worse clingy? than that clingy but also like possessive there we go mm. oh, okay trying to like determine who I could hang out with and who I couldn't, Ooh. et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, nah. So I cut that off. Was that like a one-time thing or were you, just, were you like doing it with other people? Um, I think that was just with her. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Damn. Did she cause, did she cause you to leave the game? Damn. Um, hey, if, Damn. if anyone's offering a little bit of money for a little bit of time with Ty Riggs, hit me up. <laughs> You know, I have I will give you prices at there your are, mama's fave. Yes, there's a payment plan. Um, <laughs> not know, the boyfriend I, experience. I I do accept I do accept gifts. All right, Damn. but no refunds, no refunds yeah. at all. Yeah, ever. That, that no payment way. plan ever. is clutch. Mm-hmm. Ty Riggs cares about the working class, man. That's exactly it. Damn Catch, right. Uh, you can find Ty Riggs on Afterpay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Get at him. Get at him. Uh, 
so yeah we're at this point they finally meet the twins um i had a question because this was weird they meet the twins they're doing this like in my head you know damn have they ever fucked the same person they're in the hotel or whatever and then it switches up because i got so confused at this point so ohms is talking to the other one the one that's the olivia's twin sister um and well, he's talking about like what he wants out of life da, da, da. and then they said is this a trick question rizza thought to herself they switched the person <clears throat> so is he in the whole are they saying that uh olivia's twin sister is rizza because i was confused page 93 so, cause he asked her, why don't you have a man? You two find it uh, to be single. What's the catch? Only asked while pouring a shot of Patron. There is no catch, honey. I'm single because I haven't found the right man, not boy to settle down with, said the 20, the 18 year old. Anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> while what kind of man are you looking for? Maybe I know someone, just someone. And then she says, just someone who respects me, cares for me, um, and who's doing something positive with themselves and somebody who has time for me in their life. You know, someone like that, she asked, moving her hand away from his. That's that's it. You ain't looking for a nigga to take care of you, which I'm pretty sure that's what she just said. And then she's thinking, is this a trick question? Riza thought to herself. Who's he talking to? Oh, um, Riza was talking to Omis. But they're at a hotel with the twins. When did Rizza get there? I think Rizza is the other twin. So Rizza is also Carlos's sister? No, 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 no. Rizza is I mean Olivia is also Carlos's sister? Not Carlos, Olivia... but the but the stick up kids, the robbers. Yeah, was uh Kareem and who? Slim? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But okay, that's what I'm saying. So at this point though. Carlos and Ohms are at the Four Seasons with Olivia and the other girl. Dresden. When the fuck did Rizza get? No, they went and met the twin sister. What's when did twin... Rizza get there? What's Remember, the she said, name? "Is so Rizza is the twin sister." Yeah, so who was Because they, they never mentioned the other sister's name. Like they're all hanging out. Yeah. And then they just start talking, and it was Rizza. See, that's what happens when your author spends five years in jail. Like, <laughs> just... Four and a half. Because, <laughs> okay. Okay, then I guess oh, so that Carlos makes... is definitely getting set up then. Omi's is getting set up. Uh, Omi's think... is getting set up more than Carlos, I think. Yeah, Carlos, I think she actually likes him. But, mm. yeah. And I don't think she knows Reza out here setting, setting niggas up. Or she no, Olivia likes Carlos. Yeah. Right. And Olivia, but Olivia wanted uh, Omis to meet her sister, which is apparently Reza, who is the set-up god. <laughs> gotcha. So yeah, I guess okay. it's possible Olivia and Carlos might actually have a, a real love. Ugh. Whereas Omis about to get set the fuck up. All right. But that's, that's what you get. That's where we are halfway through. And technically halfway through is actually chapter 16. But because all the fucking ended in the middle of chapters, you had to finish reading up to this point in order to make sense of the whole conversation. Um, Devin Middleton, for a $225 gift certificate 
to Sam Goody. What is the plot of this book? (sighs) So in the Bible. (laughs) um, Hallelujah. See, God rested on the seventh day, right? Well, well. Take in all that he's done. Mm. Crack crack dealers don't don't rest. You know it's the grind. You gotta rest. Hallelujah. That's this is a this is a is a, one of those stories that's supposed to teach you to take a break from doing fuck nigga shit. Yeah. And settle down with your own black and Mexican. Or you'll keep woman. getting set up by set up God Reza and her her flock. Settle down. Set up. Or, God or set up. Either settle down or get set up. Ooh, that should be yeah. the tagline. Ooh, yeah. but see, check it out. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, he got excited. Uh, Olivia doesn't know that Carlos sells drugs. Allegedly. Omi's, yeah, but Omi's is an obvious drug dealer. Yeah. I feel like Reza's going to find out and then tell Olivia, and that's going to fuck it up between her and Carlos. No. Oh, that breaks my heart. Would it? Yeah, if it doesn't go that way, I'm gonna be mad at the author for even like putting this in the situation. I'm be so mad what if we if... never meet Carlos's son. There's a lot of shit going on. Uh, okay, but what if we find out that Carlos's son is Sherman? <laughs> yes. How old is Carlos? <laughs> the security guard that stabbed Holmes. Full circle. Full circle. Thought, yeah, that's a good point. Or what if Sherman is actually Deshaun's brother, and then when he finds out what happens, he goes out to set. He sets out to kill uh, Ohms and Carlos because they embarrass his brother. And now Sasha has to take over the the crack, and so she 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 decides I'm a I'm gonna get my degree so I can better sell the crack. Tune in next time to Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> that is the first half of this book. So, um this is um I, I would say interesting, but um, <laughs> we got another struggle book and I'm very happy to have you guys reading it. So next time you guys will be finishing out um whatever this is about and hopefully we'll have an answer by then. Ty I'm glad you're here. This is great. So until next time, everybody, um, please, this book is free on the Kindle. So go ahead and Mm. grab what you want and uh, make sure that I'm not missing what the plot is. Because if three people can't find it, um, maybe the fourth can. All right. So until next time, everyone. Bye. Bye. Sell drugs. Hell yeah. Oh, and don't forget, make sure you follow us on Instagram at Hood Novel Book Club and make sure you check out the website as well, hoodnovelbookclub.com. Yeah, now that's it. Sell crack. (laughs) This is an Area Code podcast.